हेलो हेलो नमस्ते दिस इज योर वेरी ओन मंजुनाथ मंजू कमिंग टू यू फ्रॉम बैंगलोर इंडिया आई एम सो वेरी एक्साइटेड टू वेलकम यू ऑल टू द फिफ्टी सिक्स एपिसोड ऑफ आर एस ए पी क्लाउड प्लेटफॉर्म पॉडकास्ट एंड वाई एम आई सो एक्साइटेड बिकॉज इट्स टेक इट सीजन बेबी टेक इट स्टार्ट ऑफ इट्स थ्री कॉन्टिनेंट टूअर इन लास्ट वेगस नेक्स्ट वीक मोर ऑन दिस लेटर इन द एपिसोड we also have some awesome episode highlights for you today which i can't wait to share so let us go let us go let us go let's go uh, so where do we start come on you've been with us long enough you know how we do it we will start the episode by looking at what's new on the cloud platform since our last podcast then comes the episode highlights and we wrap up with a look at the upcoming events for sap cloud platform let's check out what's new on the cloud platform since our last podcast let's start with web ide when you are building mtas or multi target applications using web ide after making changes to html5 modules in a multi target application you can now deploy all html5 modules to the sap cloud platform so that you can check the changes quickly that would be very helpful right coming to the extension factory updates you can now use the sap cloud platform extension factory to extend sap success factors with applications running on the cloud platform you can also consume s4hana cloud business apis from multi tenant extension applications on the sap cloud platform using the extension factory following our hyperscaler strategy we already announced the support for consumption of Amazon Web Services RDS PostgreSQL from SAP Cloud Platform. We are happy to say that this feature is now available for use on the SAP Cloud Platform Cloud Foundry trial accounts as well. The identity provisioning service has introduced a slew of new systems which can access source, target and proxy systems in the service. Check this out. It is actually very cool. To support the American market The ABAP environment on SAP Cloud Platform is now available in the AWS data center in US East Virginia. The SAP Cloud Transport Management Service is also now available on the Amazon Web Services data center in Australia Sydney region. In the area of cost transparency, when you export data to a Microsoft Excel file in the global account overview page of your SAP Cloud Platform account, Information about the costs for global accounts that use the consumption based commercial model will also now be included. Do you use the cloud connector? And do you use cloud connector with Java runtime version 7? If so, please note that the support for this will end on December 31st 2019, which means any cloud connector version released after this date should have to be used with a JVM 8 at the least. So We strongly recommend that you perform fresh installations only with Java 8 and also update your existing installations to Java 8 as of now. Another important thing that you should note, the SAP support component bc-neo-cf and all its subcomponents which is bc-neo-cf-star which means all of them will now be renamed to bc-cp hyphen cf 
and the child components so for example if there was a component called bc neo cf acs it will now be changed to bc cpcf acs keep this in mind when you are reaching out to us for support there are huge huge number of more updates where this came from i sincerely urge all of you to visit our release notes page and bookmark it please on help.sap.com so that you can always have it ready to go and check out the details so that's what's new on the sap cloud platform it's time now for our episode highlights my friend archana shukla is back here on the sap cloud platform podcast but she is not here to talk about business rules or the workflow service she says she is here to give us an overview of something called process visibility and she has a special guest with her come on let's check it out hello everyone i am archana shukla the product manager and with me is tarun kamal khiani chief product owner and today together we'll be talking on our brand new service in sap cloud platform called process visibility service so tarun can you let our listeners know more about process visibility yes archana i can <laughs> in fact uh, process visibility provides uh, your visibility into processes that span across multiple systems and applications uh, be it on the cloud on premise or even on hybrid environments but well it's not just uh, you know these processes that span across multiple systems but they are actually value generating processes that are time critical oh that's nice it is such it is so nice to have such a service in cloud which uh, which can help our customers not only achieve excellence but also transparency and transformation all in one go but for the biggest value proposition that i find uh, is the out of box visibility of the workflow isn't it good you've tried it out actually so you know it is the fact uh, we've tried to simplify it to a larger extent uh, and hence customers who need insights into their workflows from cloud platform workflow they must subscribe to the service i mean it would provide them instant time to value oh yeah i'm sure all our workflow customers would be excited to hear that but it is also important to mention that this service is not just limited to workflow but it is also uh, for other value generating processes that are running in sap or non sap applications and they also can leverage this service to get end to end visibility so well tarun now let our listeners know where all is this service available and what are the future plans absolutely i mean uh, visibility as such is available in in multiple landscapes uh, primarily in the cloud foundry environment of aws uh, so we cover regions like europe uh, us east singapore japan and australia and at the same time uh, you know we are expanding so we want to move out and roll out to other regions as well uh, azure is on our radar and uh, don't forget the trial i mean it's planned uh, in the mid of september and at the same time i mean you've also asked me about future plans uh well we do intend to you know naturally increase our focus specifically into areas of uh, you know process bottleneck analysis uh, and also offer content uh, you know across you know lead scenarios like lead to cash procure to pay uh, and these are a must have uh, if you ask me 
and not only this tarun uh, we are also releasing lot of assets and um, and we'll be working on many more such assets uh, in upcoming uh, days and uh, you can now learn more about these services um, through these different assets that we have published in different forums so starting with is the standard product page uh, which we have released as part of uh, the general availability of the service where you can get a glimpse of the service and the pricing and also other related resources like help portal api documentation and so on and no, not only this um, continuing with the culture to connect with sap community we have published three blogs and these blogs are published with a new tag called sap cloud platform process visibility and we will be publishing more and more blogs in this tag i also encourage uh, now all my listeners to contribute to this tag about their thoughts their use cases and and you can also come across and do post any questions if you have and we all are here to to answer them so uh, tarun um, i hope i have covered everything well not really uh, i mean you mentioned a lot i would say uh, where where folks can get in a lot more information about process visibility uh, but well we have uh, you know many more webinars coming up we have tech ed sessions which are planned uh, yeah so these are elements that we need to you know also publicize Well, so you now we have these sessions in TechEd, uh, so I would encourage each one of you guys uh, to to in fact register for these sessions in TechEd, uh, especially for a hands-on. So get get your hands dirty, try it out. Uh, it's CA three six six. You can learn more from our speakers. Uh, you know, in CA one zero eight, it's a lecture session, uh, and of course uh, we have a, a webinar planned mid of this month, which is mid of September, uh, and uh, we will have follow-on webinars in the future as well. And yes, Tarun. Uh, just to mention that uh, uh, the session catalog for TechEd Vegas, Las Vegas, has is open now. So please go ahead and reserve your seats uh, for these hands-on and lecture sessions. Well, that's all we have this time uh, for you. Thank you for listening, and do try this interesting service to get an end-to-end operational visibility into your processes. And do write back to us if you have any queries. Thanks Archana and Tarun that was a good overview and with ticket coming to you soon i urge all of you to check out the sessions suggested by Archana and Tarun i am adding them to my agenda today next we have another highlight interview on i sam you mean i sam do solemnly swear <laughs> bad joke bad joke manju bad very very bad sorry guys you guys listen on while i send myself to the corner bad manju hello there for our next podcast episode highlight we have our friends fini babu and shilpa vij back with us for the integration suite podcast series and today they say they have to talk about something called as isam I'm interested too. Let's see what all this is about. Welcome Fini. Welcome Shilpa. Hi Manjunath. Thanks for inviting us again. Hi Manjunath and hello everyone. Thanks for inviting us. Okay, let's get on with uh, the first part. I'm very interested Fini. What is this ISAM and uh, our listeners who are our customers or partners? Why is it important for them and what can it do for their organizations? Sure, uh, Manjunath. So basically uh, before going into the details of isam uh, the let me just expand it first so 
ISAM is Integration Solution Advisory Methodology uh, and uh, it is basically a methodology. It's not a product or a service, but it's a methodology which allows integration architects to define a strategy, uh, integration strategy in their organization or also provide guidance uh, within their organization. Yeah, but even before getting into this, let's look at the challenge that the customers are facing with regards to their landscape. Today, uh, the customer landscape is becoming hybrid and heterogeneous uh, with cloud applications or on-premise applications, IoT, big data, mobile apps, all of these are getting added to the existing landscapes. Now, this way, the scope of integration in hybrid landscapes is constantly increasing. And this is a challenge for the enterprise architects because the organization is looking up to them to provide guidance for choosing the right technology for integration. And some of the questions that they get where they need to answer is how to define the integration strategy for my organization or when to use what integration technology or service, whether it is SAP or non-SAP and how to define integration guidelines for my organization. And this is where ISAM comes to the rescue of the enterprise architects and enables them to tackle these challenges. So ISAM or Integration Solution Advisory Methodology, as its name suggests, is a methodology which provides a systematic approach to providing uh, guidance. It helps enterprise architects to shape their integration strategy and define guidelines for integration. It's basically a collection of integration use case patterns in a hybrid landscape that are technology agnostic and can be mapped to integration services or technologies in a specific customer context. Now being technology agnostic, ISAM is open and allows to include non-SAP integration services or technologies into the overall strategy of the organization. And ISAM actually have been successfully adopted in multiple global organizations and learnings have been incorporated into this methodology. Oh, now I understand. So ISAM is an acronym for Integration Solution. What was it? Integration Solution Advisory Methodology. Good. Uh, so uh, I, from your uh, explanation, Finney, I understood that the target group mostly seems to be enterprise or integration architects, right? Uh, Shilpa, uh, can you tell us some of the use cases where ISAM would be helpful to this group of uh, uh, this target group of uh, enterprise architects? Sure, Manjana. As uh, Fini rightly mentioned, the goal of ISAM is to simplify integration and help enterprise architects to manage the complexity in their hybrid landscapes. We see three use cases on how ISAM can support enterprise architects. The first one, ISAM can be used as a taxonomy to structure and organize integration use cases within an organization. This will help them with the following. First, improve the communication between project teams, provide a common terminology of their integration landscape to provide a holistic view on their integration terminology. Third, establish a knowledge base where they can share the best practices. The second use case is ISAM can be used as a methodology to access and evolve an existing integration architecture, example by identifying future integration use cases. Last but not the least, third one, ISAM can be used to increase the integration maturity level of an organization 
by moving from an ad hoc integration practice to a more systematic way of education. In this case, ISAM can be used as a starting point to blueprint a hybrid integration platform, including integration guidelines on when to use what integration service or technology, be it SAP or non-SAP. ISAM can be embedded as a methodology into an integration competency center, which we call as ICC, based on established integration standards. You could also define areas for self-service integration, for example, by enabling the citizen integrators to implement simple integration scenarios on their own within the context of your or their overall integration governance. There, this allows evolving a traditional ICC into a more agile center of enablement. ISAM is complementary to in enterprise architecture framework like TOGAF. The focus of ISAM is to provide a simple to use approach for enterprise architects to manage the broad range of integration use cases. That's cool. So it has a lot of use cases where ISAM can be helpful to the enterprise architects, uh, even for the existing integration scenarios to find uh, future scenarios and also to increase the maturity level. Uh, so if, uh, I mean, as Finney was mentioning, you said hybrid integration is the call, uh, is, is the order of the day. I think everybody has some on-premise integration and now they are looking at cloud integration. Now, if I want to do hybrid integration and if I have a hybrid integration landscape, what are the steps that I need to follow for defining a strategy using ISAM? Yeah, sure. Uh, so Manjunath, as mentioned earlier, uh, ISAM provides a systematic approach for providing guidance to the integration developers. And this approach is broadly divided into three steps. Yeah. Uh, but this can be extended as per uh, your needs or as per the customer's needs. Yeah. So the first step is basically identifying the integration domains, uh, which is like a high level scoping of integration areas in a hybrid landscape. So the integration domains are uh, like uh, cloud to cloud, on-premise to on-premise or on-premise to cloud or uh, cloud to on-premise, something like that. So they, we need to identify integration domains for whenever there is a specific scenario that you are looking at you need to first identify the integration domains what type of integration uh, you are looking at and then second step is to go deeper by getting into the integration styles and use case patterns which is technology agnostic but it has uh, different integration styles like process integration data integration user integration or thing integration uh, so basically you need to identify whether your integration scenario falls into any of these integration styles and if yes then you need to also uh, parallelly decide what is the use case pattern that you have to use in this particular integration style. Like the other uh, examples of use case patterns would be whether it is A to A, B to B or uh, data network integration kind of uh, process integration styles. The third step is the most important one which is where you have to do a technology mapping. So based on your integration domain and integration uh, use cases or styles, you need to then map uh, technologies to this particular uh, scenarios that you have identified. And this is again technology agnostic. So 
the enterprise architects can basically say that okay in this particular domain and if this is the use case pattern or this is the integration style that you are using then you have to use this particular uh, integration technology yeah it can be either sap or non sap so these are basically uh, the the high level steps that are involved in defining your integration strategy and this then can be given to your integration developers which and they can take this as a guidance yeah one example would be let's say if you have a scenario where you are trying to integrate uh, success factors to s4 hana on premise so this if you look at this scenario and if you ha i have to follow this isam methodology then the first step would be to figure out what is the integration domain and the integration domain in this case is cloud to on premise because it's success factor on the cloud and s4 hana on premise so it's basically cloud to on premise so you have identified the integration domain then second step is to identify the uh, integration use case pattern or integration style so in this case if your uh, integration use case is employee data replication then it is basically process integration and uh, the use case pattern would be a to a because it is application to application and then the third is basically defining your technology mapping so while you are giving this guidance you can then give the integration developers in this particular scenario you can use let's say for example sap cloud platform integration because it enables this a to a scenario so that would be one example where you can actually use this isam as a methodology to give guidance to your integration developers amazing i think that set the um, uh, context very well uh, the steps were very easily understood uh, now Uh, i know that there are a particular set of steps and um, uh, this is a methodology and you now detail the steps have any of our customers do you have any examples fini where they have used isam for their hybrid in, uh, uh, landscape integration yeah so there are a lot of customers who are using this methodology uh, to provide guidance uh, within their organization uh, one particular example that i would like to talk about here is uh, nestle uh, where they had a very complex and hybrid and heterogeneous landscape where they had uh, on premise systems and also cloud uh, applications and also the let's say user specific uh, mobile applications and all that so they had actually used isam and implemented that uh, within the organization to provide guidance and how they did that is again using the three steps so they had the uh, first step where the integration developers or people who are building the scenario to first identify the domain then the integration style and then the use case pattern and then after that there was the technology mapping uh so they did not stop just at that uh three steps they also extended this by adding additional steps where basically they were asking additional questions to the integration uh developers like uh, what is the message size uh, or what is the uh, processing mode whether it is real time or uh, or it is uh, near real time and if there is a specific payload size that is the required yeah Uh, and the other question was frequency what is the frequency of the messages that you want to send for this particular scenario so based on these questions uh, there was a proposal that is given to the integration developers the list of technology or list of services that you can use for this particular scenario so example there was uh, suggestions like you can use cloud platform integration or you can use sap process orchestration or any other third party uh, services as well right and then this is also prioritized and shown this to the integration developers and, and and shown that okay this particular service meets most of your requirements and the other one maybe this a lesser percentage and based on this 
the integration developers or the integration team who's building the scenario can decide on which service to choose in that particular situation. That's cool. Uh, and I think that stands as a clear example of what you are mentioning, Finney, that the three steps are just the basis and every customer can just take it and extend it on their own with additional steps that they require to do for their integration use cases. And now, um, I think I've tasted blood now and I like the taste, but uh, Shilpa, if I want to know more about ISAM, what are the resources that I have and how can I get to know more about ISAM and uh, uh, what I can get, uh, how my organization can benefit through this? Sure, Majinath. So we offer both low-touch and high-touch engagements for our customers to define their hybrid integration strategy using ISAM. Uh, starting with low-touch, you can check out our CIO guides for information and guidance on like describing SAP's long-term vision for integration, key integration use cases, SAP API strategy, integration solution advisory methodology, ISAM to kickstart your journey and derive integration guidelines, technology guidance for the process integration style, data integration guidance and so on. You can also join the SAP integration architecture community, the JAM group to know more on ISAM template and learn ISAM concepts including detailed descriptions and explanations on how to adopt it in a specific customer organization. This template can be used as a starting point to derive integration guidelines for your organization and can be adopted, extended to your specific needs. Based on this template, you can create your uh, customer-specific integration guidance documents. Now coming to high-touch, we offer customer advisory programs. And if you need further support, SAP also offers consulting services, which is a paid service. Like always, I think uh, we have a horde of uh, technical and uh, uh, other kind of guidance and consulting assets that we have to help you as our customers and consumers to build a good integration solution methodology and uh, how you can do integration in hybrid landscapes. And uh, what I really liked, I think I want to thank Shilpa and Finney here. What I really liked is we are not just covering the products per se in our integration suite podcast, but we are also advising our listeners on the methodologies that they can use to do something better, do integration better. This I really liked. Uh, thanks, Finney. Thanks, Shilpa, for joining and uh, shedding some light on ISAM. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, and it was our pleasure again to come back and share uh, insights on this particular methodology. Thank you, Manjunath. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Back to the podcast. Hey, thank you, Shilpa. Thanks, Finney. It was great talking to you. Looking forward to many more exciting, informative episodes from you. Before we sign off, let's talk a little bit about TechEd Las Vegas, which is happening next week, and what you can expect from the SAP Cloud Platform topics. TechEd Las Vegas will run from September 24th to the 27th at the Venetian Hotel and Resort in Las Vegas. We will have a ton of educational sessions on SAP Cloud Platform like lectures, hands-ons, roadmaps, etc., which will run mainly in the Cloud Applications and Architecture, the CAA, and the Integration Out of the Brox, or INT, tracks. There will also be other tracks where SAP Cloud Platform topics will be featured, 
like the Applied Intelligence or AIN and Security which is ACC tracks. Check the Ticket Session catalog and schedule carefully. Uh, Gunther Rothermill, our SVP and Head of SAP Cloud Platform will be presenting a strategy talk titled Differentiating Your Business with SAP Cloud Platform on Wednesday at 9.30am. Make sure you add, add this to your schedule. Apart from these, make sure to visit the app space and the show floor to meet our SAP Cloud Platform team of experts and speakers to clarify or discuss any questions you may have on the platform offerings and the way forward. We look forward to seeing you all there. Have a great ticket Las Vegas guys. What? Are you not joining us at Vegas? Don't worry, the ticket wagon will roll into Barcelona, Europe and Bangalore, India in October and November respectively. Like I said in the beginning, exciting times are ahead. And as always, you can find more information on events, questions, blogs, discussions on the SAP Cloud Platform community page. Engage with us, the SAP Cloud Platform team, over the various social channels. Follow at the rate SAPCP on Twitter. Follow the Cloud Platform topic in the new SAP community. And last but not the least, subscribe and keep enjoying these amazing, mind-blowing episodes of the SAP Cloud Platform podcast powered by OpenSAP. Thanks for joining us again today. Ticket season is here. Keep the spirits up. Until next time, this has been Manjunath. Keep calm and move to SAP Cloud Platform. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the SAP Cloud Platform podcast. In case you are interested to learn more about SAP Cloud Platform, visit our homepage at cloudplatform.sap.com. The SAP Cloud Platform podcast is powered by OpenSAP. OpenSAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and the thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. It provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. OpenSAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today in one of our OpenSAP courses at open.sap.com. Thanks a lot and see you.